Uh, here we are in another now moment with another magical guest that is here to bring us so much joy and love into our hearts. And before we get started, let's just kind of settle in with our bodies and get grounded. So when you're ready, just taking a moment, taking, a, taking this time to allow yourself to just be here. And we're going to take a couple deep breaths together when you're ready, inhaling through your nose, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling. Doteya Pucheya Bundeya Bulecheya Bunde Kulecheya Buleteya Bundeya Allowing this energy to move you, to ignite you, to expand you, creating more love, joy, and peace in your heart, your mind, and your body. Allowing you to settle in in this now moment, creating space for the awareness, for this conversation to ignite you, to create even more awareness for you to go into your next moments really understanding the reality that you are creating. And when you're ready, coming back into your body, allowing yourself to just be with this feeling. And when you're ready, opening your eyes and coming back here to this moment. Ah, oh, beautiful. So I wanna welcome Justin to today's episode. Um, it feels like we've known each other for lifetimes, but we literally just met and the things that he's doing for the world is just so magical. And so I just want to welcome you, Justin, to this day, this moment in time. I'm very, very honored to be here, Sarah. And it's, it's so true. You know, it's anyone that hasn't felt the magic uh, I have to say it's alive and well in the relationship that we have and those around us. It is uh, just a joy to have connected the way we have. And of course, there's, and there's more. And then you open up the, the bag of tricks and there's something more. And it's, it's been this very much give and take. And that uh, when you sang for me the light language the other day, I was like, wow, how cool is that? That your gifts go far beyond the swimming pool. And I say this with all due respect is the well that you dive into goes very, very deep. Mm, ah, I love that so much. And thank you. I'm so grateful for, for you and all that you're sharing with me. It's just opening me more and more. So super grateful. And so I want to start off this episode with diving deep into your journey and kind of where did your journey begin and, and what created these insights and these these magical gifts that you have and, and now creating as an inventor and a healer and all these things that you're creating for the world. 
Wow. Um, let me just take a moment and I'll try and keep it as simple and as chronological order as I can. Um, my life actually went sideways when I was about two, when I drank my first can of lighter fluid. Yeah, I was one of those kids back in the 60s or the 50s that they made childproof caps for. So I had my stomach pumped at two. And uh, then um, at three, I took a tumble off of an old brick barbecue back in the day that they had here in North Carolina. And that's where all this started is that when I took that tumble, I had my first out of body experience. So as my mother was carrying me to the car, wrapped up in a towel, my head was bleeding where I'd clipped the back of my head and she was carrying me in the car. To this day, I can still remember the interior of the car, what it looked like the guy driving, who was not my father. I remember her holding me, looking at her, looking at the surrounding car, because it was those real high Plymouth with a gray interior. And when I shared this with her probably 25 or 30 years ago, she said, and I quote, how can you remember that? You were unconscious. Well, I was asleep. If anything, I was my super conscious had been opened. So I was having my first out of body experience on the way to the hospital. And of course, then I was back in the body. And for the next year or two, um, I was having convulsions and physical issues. My family, my mother and father were most concerned I might be like a paraplegic or a quadriplegic because it was a pretty bad hit right here at the C1, C2. I saw a little bump there. That said, um, growing up, I had uh, speech impediments and I was a bit ungangly, one, uh, because of the injury, but two, that I became very tall. So I was like a tall kid and everything came harder for me to run and jump and play. I could hit the ball farther than anyone, but I couldn't do a consistency. I could throw the ball farther than anyone, but I couldn't hit my target as much as I would like. So I was always the last kid picked to play on the team. So even though I accelerated academically and was at the top of my class in elementary school, that is not where most young men are thinking. They're thinking of being out on the sports field. So for me, I became more of an academic and a little bit of a recluse. So into my garage that uh, we had growing up in Costa Mesa, California, that I could hammer, I could build, I could make, I could shape. And I was always building something. Uh, one of my earliest tools or toys was a Mattel power shop, which had drills and saws and sanders. And they were live. You could plug them into the wall and cause grievous harm. But uh, fortunately, I still have all my fingers. Uh, so it started me down this road of building things and making things. I did the Pinewood Derby. I did the Soap Docks Derby and Boy Scouts. Um, I was always creating something. Uh, my first uh, big project was rescuing a mini bike that nobody could get to work. And I just had an intuition that I need to put a condenser in it. And a condenser is what makes the spark come out of the spark plug at the right time. But nobody figured that one out. So when I figured it out, no one else could, I mean, all the adults, no one could figure it out. Um, everybody was jealous because I figured it out. And I was like the youngest one of the crowd. And so one thing led to another. In high school, I was creating and building uh, one awards for uh, industrial design, or rather industrial arts, which is making things. Um, later on, I learned how to become an auto technician. And along this journey, I mean, a lot of hands-on mechanical um, I could have become an engineer, but I, for whatever reason, I chose not to. 
because that was where my, my path was. But at the age of 14, backing this up, I started getting migraine headaches. And that was, uh, needless to say to a 14 year old that you'll never be able to be an astronaut or a fireman or a policeman or any of those guy things. Um, and of course, for some gals things, um, it was really kind of like, took the wind out of my sails. So I learned to adapt as with migraine headaches for some like with epileptic seizures, they show up at the strangest times in the strangest places. So whatever I was doing, wherever I went, I had to just be prepared to either just go sleep or pull over to the side of the road. And it, it got pretty bad in high school. I was getting them like two and three a week. So, and I still got through and still got honors in high school, but this painted what things I chose to do. So I started leaning toward jobs that I could do myself that I could, if I had to go home, I would just be able to set it aside and keep going. So jobs for me growing up in the early 20s were up and down, um, had worked way through college, but it just, you know, my trajectory went a different direction. So over the years, um, I started going into alternative health, looking for an answer for the migraine headaches. And this is now 50 years ago that uh, started me on this journey of looking for the answer. My father would give me news clippings out of those things called newspapers. Uh, or magazine clippings about things about what people are doing for migraine headaches. And I started to learn slowly that the doctors didn't have all the answers. They had drugs that I could take or injections I could take that would get rid of the migraine, but generally would make me more ill or sick or vomit than the migraine itself. So I learned pretty quickly, no, thank you. And as a positive and an ironic part of it is because of migraines, could be brought on or affected by alcohol. I pretty much never drank. And, you know, I, in my whole life, I could probably count the amount of alcoholic drinks on both hands. I just, so drinking never became part of it. And the irony was years later, I ended up working a drug rehab unit, working with drug addicts, alcoholics. Hmm. So some family of origin issues there as well. So over my lifetime, I became the caretaker that, helping others when they couldn't help themselves, as I was always helping myself to do better. And I started seeing answers for other people really early on, but would they follow them or be interested? Not always. And so I developed that path along with doing machining mechanics. I became a model maker for Mattel toys. Um, I had uh, later got some patents on the device, which I'll bring up right now, is my Wonder Weight, which is a uh, bound wheels that are joined together. And this weight is like on a locomotive engine. So as we spin it and we get that weight going, then the weight carries it around, but it's my mind and my body that by thinking and focusing and spinning all at the same time, much like rubbing your head and patting your stomach and chewing gum, when all of these come together, we're getting brain engagement as well as body engagement as you yourself have experienced. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, part of that journey is um, uh, people like Drew Brees, New Orleans Saints, the football, legendary football quarterback, uses these as part of his practice. Uh, Adam Smith, who was using them. Anthony Reyes, uh, Cole Hamels has used them. There's the documentary in uh, YouTube, uh, the Wonder Weight documentary. We touch on some of those issues. 
but one of the most highlighted of my journey, in addition to the mechanics and creating an invention, has been seeing the benefit that it's helped people. Um, I've seen adults get rid of the depression and just feeling better by doing two at once. I've seen uh, college students get rid of their carpal tunnel syndrome in one use. Literally, uh, a student up at Art Center College of Design where I worked at one time as uh, an instructor in the model department, as well as the school nurse, the unpaid un, un, uh, school nurse, that I said, here, try this. And he was having to drop out of college for six months for the carpal tunnel surgery and all these things. He was already into $100,000 in student debt. So by getting the carpal tunnel surgery, it might end his college career, which is what he wanted to do. So I said, here, try this. So I walked him out in the, we're outside in the parking lot. I said, try the wonder weight. He spun it. He said, oh, that's really nice. Feels good. I saw him a few weeks later and I quote, and I, I asked him, how are you doing? He said, I feel fine. All the pain's gone. So seeing these kind of improvements have kept me going long when I business-wise, I should have given up making wonder weights because there is not a profit in it. There is a profit again, that's the business aspect, but the profit I receive is seeing people get well. I see people change their lives. Um, I've seen octogenarians. I've seen kids. In fact, uh, you may be familiar with uh, Mr. Dick Clark. Uh, Mr. American Bandstand, uh, multimillionaire, extraordinaire, and entrepreneur. And he got a stroke about 15 years ago. And after his stroke, he tapped the number one stroke therapist in Los Angeles, a Mr. Johnny Seitz. And Johnny was using the Wonder Weights as part of their program. So they asked me to personally make a, a model Wonder Weight for Dick Clark to use as part of his rehab therapy. Hmm. Uh, another time as a model maker, I did a model for Pope John Paul. Uh, another time I did a model of a wooden, of a, of a wooden cigar box in the shape of a Humvee. And that Humvee model humidor was given to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So I've had this really amazing Forrest Gump life of being at the right time and right place. And even more, all that has been amazing. And the things that I've done and helped and created but what really brings me home is the work I do now as a medical intuitive. And that is truly a gift from God as it happened one day. I had started following uh, a master view. I'll show you this picture. And I met this Buddhist master back in 1999. And I watched this individual do healings on individuals, heal others. And when I saw him bring water out of thin air, it got my undivided attention. I have not mastered that yet, but it's my plan. And the point of bringing the water out of thin air is to use that water to bless individuals. And so that's part of the practice. So in this Buddhist teachings, many things have come to me. Many gifts have shown up even greater than my own. Along that journey of fixing and helping people, I became a massage therapist. And by becoming a massage therapist, I start to work on people. And intuitively, I'd start seeing their life story unfold before me. And they'd be working and someone was having a bad day. And I said, you know, uh, this one woman, I was working on her and I said, I'm seeing this little girl running through the field being chased by someone in overalls. And she kind of tensed up. And she said, oh, that happened a long time ago. 
when it turns out that she had been assaulted by the farmhand, but she was still holding that energy in her body. And so I just worked with her and kept going and, and bringing the energy in. And there go the goosebumps that once we bring to the surface, to consciousness, those things that have bound us and held us back, we are truly free because of the fears we have of being ostracized or being held as different or being kicked out of the clan that especially when we think of all the TV series and shows where they always, we know as the person on the audience, we know the answer. And, but if the characters knew the answer, there'd be no dynamic. There's be no drama. There'd be no story because they have to, the story is about self-discovery. So as we individuals, the more that we know of what really happened and can express it and let it go is when the real healing occurs. For example, um, I was working with a client some years ago. Well, I digress. I'll come back to that. But basically in 2005, with all the practices and things that I'd learned, I was up at a retreat in the mountains and a guy was laying on the floor. And the gentleman who was a chiropractor was twisting his neck and back and everything, trying to get rid of some pain. So I thought, okay, I'll lean over, do some energy work. And as I did, I closed my eyes, put my hands above his chest. And then all of a sudden, boom, I saw this broken rib in his chest, floating in his chest. And I just pulled my hands way back. I had not even put my hands on him. I just, this just showed up so clearly. And I said, excuse me, Ananda, but where are you feeling that pain? And he said, oh, right here in my ribs. And I said, you, my friend, have a broken rib. And I have to tell you that complete room went dead silent. And the chiropractor turned white because he realized what he is doing could have punctured a lung. Yeah. So three days later, he went down the mountain from the uh, mountain retreat and had it confirmed by x-ray that I was exactly right where it was that he had a broken rib. And from that point forward and Easter Sunday, Easter weekend, 2005, that was my death and resurrection. So this insight came in and it's just grown and grown over the years as I've allowed it to, and I've let it in like a, a someone I've, I've not been able to, I wasn't quite ready to trust it early on. Um, as Hans Christian King, a great world renowned medium once said about me, you're a very reluctant angel because all the things that go with doing this level of work is that the little me, Justin, wasn't ready for the big me, Justin. And so in the last few years, I've really been stepping into my presence, stepping into the light fully and receiving and saying, yes, this is what I'm here to do. And so you're entering my life at this point. And not that the work hasn't been amazing over the years, but it's getting more and more intriguing and the things that are coming up. Um, I mentioned this woman, um, she had a weight problem. And so now a lot of times they'll be working with a client and I will get this insight of a date or time in their life when this all started. That kernel, the first seed that was planted that became part of their ill journey. And so often it's about shame, blame, anxiety, fear, whatever, doesn't matter. And so I said, you know, what was going on around for you around the time you were four years old involving chicken? And uh, she said, funny you should ask for fried chicken. And she said, I was visiting my aunt's house and I was hungry. I walked into the kitchen and I remember it like yesterday. And I reached up to grab a piece of fried chicken off the plate and my aunt smacked my hand. And she said with a spatula hand, 
Those are for your guests. Those are for our guests. And uh, so don't touch, so don't touch those. And she had taken that internally and kept that she was not good enough. She was not worthy for another 55 years. So as an adult, she had been, before she had a session with me, cooking a whole chicken and frying it every week. And she would eat that every week. That was her meal. She just couldn't never get enough. But once we brought that to the surface, once she got it, as I spoke to her a few weeks later, I asked her, how's that fried chicken? She said, I can't stand the stuff. And she was completely off of fried chicken and she'd already started losing weight. Wow. So that's just one of many, many stories. Um, I was working with a client just yesterday and it came up and, I, and she was dealing with a weight issue and, amongst other biologicals. And I said, I was going 10, 12, 14, 15. What happened for you when you were 15? And she said, oh, funny, you should ask. That's when it all started. And then instantaneously, I said, you had a boyfriend then? He said, she said yeah. And I said, well, that boyfriend had some kind of bacteria in his system. So when you kissed, he passed on that bacteria to you, which caused your system to start gaining weight, hmm. which now the science is showing that the bacteria that's in our gut affects so much about our body type. Wow. So she just, you know, you just hear the silence on the end of the phone and she's like, oh my goodness. So I gave her certain things she had to do, certain nutritional supplements that would help undo that, but also help balance out her blood sugar. In fact, in my work um, over the last 40 years plus and 27 years as a, med, uh, as a nurse, which I also became a nurse along this journey, um, I've looked for many products and things. The Wonder Weight is a mechanical device. I cannot speak more highly of it. It's just amazing because of all the things that it's helping people do. And this other product that I've come across, you may have heard of, is called Nanosoma. And this Nanosoma is such a game changer. I'm using it, recommended for just about everything. I take it myself and have had slow, but sure, my fingernails have never looked so good. And I'm feeling this slow emergence after a long, long chapter of my own ill health that I've fought tooth and nail to keep going. I could have checked off of this planet a long time ago. So through this journey, all that I've done has been to learn and to help others and to help individuals like yourself and others to claim their truth, to claim who they really are and allow that to come forward and to shine so brightly. Mm. Ah, it's so amazing. And everything you share is so, so potent and so needed in the world that we are living in today. You know, more and more people need your light and your wisdom and your sharing so that they can know that they have it within themselves as well. Thank you so much. Um, it's again, it's a real honor to be here and watching you manifest, transform, or what's the word I'm looking for? Madam, a butterfly <laughs> is that part of that chrysalis that you're shedding even now, so much more is going to come out in the next year. I, I don't even want to say anymore because I don't want to ruin the surprise. Yeah, um, I'm excited. <laughs> I can feel it. And so you asked me to get some regular water and some, I mean, regular and uh, I mean, purified and tap water. And so is that, that a surprise for us here on this show? <laughs> it is. And so anyone that watches this, 
can also receive this blessing I'm about to perform. Mm. And this blessing is very specifically for purifying water. It is one of the things that I was taught through the practice of esoteric Buddhism, which is the forerunner of, of Reiki and so many of the energy uh, heat healing modalities. But it's also about healing the sick, healing others, healing self, healing the world, healing the air, healing the water, the environment, literally right now. Uh, it translates into English as lightning dharma. Fix now, heal now, do now. It's not this practice I do is not about climbing the mountain and sitting in the cave somewhere and just simply home. No, it's about let's fix the pain. Let's fix the problem. Let's heal the wound. Let's do it. And that's what it's about. And that's why I resonate with it. Excuse me. I'm going to turn that phone off. <laughs> it's a, and it's a good it ringer. It allows us to get into this water space, you know? <laughs> Thank you. So with that, um, I'm going to, before we close, I also do a sacred prayer for everyone. But uh, again, what I'm going to do now is this, I'm setting this intention and this will go out around the world where anyone watches this. You can even watch this with a new glass of water in a day or two, and it will still empower that water. Yes. So what I'm going to do is quietly do a sacred practice to heal the water in your room right there. And so, and I put it out there to anyone else that watches us there too can heal the water. So we use the tap water to get it like a base. And of course the purified water to taste the difference. So take a taste of the tap water, then take a taste of the purified water, just so you get a, a sense of it. Okay. But don't say anything, just taste them just so you know the difference. Just, you know, just a little sip, nothing major. Again, just so you can taste the difference. Okay. All right. So I'm going to, it'll be about a minute or so. So let me just do what I do and I will be quiet. All right, so try the water now. Try the tap water first. All right, and the other one? And the, and the purified water. They literally taste the same. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> A super powerful trick i mean or a, a well, let me say this is not a trick this is a yeah, teaching yeah. yeah this is something i could teach you to do ah. this is something i could teach anyone that would wish to become empowered this is a one of the trainings that i um can perform for this practice doesn't mean you have to become a buddhist doesn't mean you have to leave your home family or lifestyle but it's something that can be taught and this is part of the medicine buddha practice so it's about healing self, healing others, and it's about healing food, air, and water. So what I've demonstrated for you is simply healing the water, because that's always the most visceral and mm. that people have the, the biggest response to. And the fact is, it also is just showing you and the audience, it doesn't have to be here in the office with me or here in my home, but this practice, this energy healing can go around the world. 
Mm. Ah, I love that so much. And so now that everyone has experienced you, like where can they find you and, and get more in depth with your sessions and all the things that you're creating and, and stay in touch with you to, to learn more? Well, thank you. My website is thehumanmri.com. And again, the nickname, The Human MRI, was given to me by Los Angeles' own Lisa Gar from The Aware Show. When I was first interviewed on her show in 2005, which came as a surprise, um, she said, you're kind of like a human MRI. And I said, yes, and the name is stuck. So um, my website is thehumanmri.com. And of course, my email, keep it simple, thehumanmri at gmail.com. And I do work with people all around the world. And in addition to the physical issues, I also help people get through the emotional baggage, release all the, the blocks, all the things that have kept us back. And so much of this isn't even in this lifetime. In that deep dive of the universe beyond time and space, our objects, our shapes, our things that defy description, and yet they're still within our field. And once I bring those to consciousness, all of a sudden, just like the dominoes, they start falling and all the things that have held a person back, the gates are opened, the path is clear. Mm. Yes, I love that so much. Ah, I mean, it's, it's happening, it's here. And so if you haven't, if you haven't like felt this powerful energy from this session, just know that it is within you. He is a reflection of all of us and we get to experience in a deeper level, each of us and what it is that we're bringing to the world. So I so honor you. I thank you for this, this transmission, this energy, this sharing. It's so powerful and needed for our world. So thank you so much. With your permission, I'd like to do one more blessing to everyone. Yes, yes, please. Yes, love it. Okay, so this is the blessing of Kuan Yin. This is the blessing of divine compassion. And so I say this to everyone there to simply hold in your thought, hold in your heart, someone, either yourself or someone else, that you would like to receive a blessing of the deepest compassion of all those pains. For my core belief is to eliminate suffering. Mm -hmm. So with that, I send this out to everyone. And this is from Sanskrit and is some thousands of years old. However, I am one of the lineage holders to carry it forward. And so again, this is the blessing of Kuan Yin, and this is it. So just here we go. Om Mashe Hong, Om Mani Bami Hong, Nama Rignazaya Ya, Namo Bhagavate, Mahanarunigaya, Biasara Buramadanya, Dangadaya, Ahade, Samyasim Daya Dak Hong, Dada 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 Aje, Weje, Sali Sali, Bursali, Bursali, Saragalesa, Saragama, Narane, today, today, basically, basically, the honest about basically, so. Om Mashe Hong, Om Mani Bami Hong, Namo Rignazaya Ya, Namo Bangawate, Mahan Aruni Gaya, Biasara Buramadani, Dankadaya, Ahade, Samnasim Daya Dakung, Dada 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 Aje, Weje, Sali Sali, Bursali, Bursali, Saragalesa, Saragama, Yarane, Sade, Sade, basically, basically, Namas Babesa. Om Ashe Hong, Hong Mani Bami Hong, Namo Rignazaya Ya, Namo Bhagavate, Mahan Arunigaya, 
Piyasara Burmadani Dakadaya Ahade Samisim Daya Dakahung Dada Dada Data Data Dudu Dudu Aje Aje Sali Sali Bursali Bursali Sargalesa Saragama Yaranan eight today today basically basically gone as well basically Hum do do zaya makesa ha, hum do do zaya makesa, 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 hum do do zaya makesa. Ah, well, I will leave us all with that beautiful blessing. Thank you, Justin, again for your energy and love and support. We all are so grateful for you being here in this world. It is my sincere pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you. All right. And bye for now.